Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, magic makers, it's this week's iTunes review. Amy W. Fitness says, Kim knows her stuff. Keeps it real on all levels. Five stars. Awesome podcast series on relatable topics that women deal with. Kim's advice, along with her sense of humor, is what everyone needs to find their fit girl magic. Well, thank you so much, Amy W. Fitness. That warms my heart. If you haven't yet left your review, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and hit rate. And then hopefully it's a five-star hint and leave me a review. Thanks. All right, magic makers. We all have those seasons that throw us for a loop. You know, I hear regularly, oh, the holidays. Oh, I can't do anything. It's the holidays. I'm so busy. Um, Summer. That's another time people are like, oh my God, summer, you know, and I get it, right? You know, kids are out of school. I live in New England. And so we get two minutes of summer. So I am all about how can I maximize these two fabulous minutes? Kids are home, you know, maybe work gets a little bit busy, maybe work gets a little bit um, less busy. You know, I have a lot of clients who are teachers, and they have a lot of free time. And so, you know, they're like, this is the season that I'm going to like pump it up and, you know, start to really get my shit together. And then I have other people who are like, you know what, I just want to kick back and I just want to enjoy summer. And so if wherever you are, you know, you can take this, you know, I want to say when I use summer, let's make it fluid, right? I believe that every 90 days, we need to reevaluate where we are. And, you know, at the beginning of, and it could be a traditional um, seasonal, it could be a traditional quarter, right? You know, so if we were in uh, a corporate environment, you know, it's, January 1st kicks off Q1. Um, We have uh, April 1st kicks off Q2. We have June 1st uh, kicks off Q3. And then we have October kicking off Q4. So we can uh, look at it that way. We can look at it by season, you know, where um, December 21st is winter. You know, March 21st is spring. Uh, June 21st is summer, and then September 21st is uh, fall, right? So, we, you know, we can look at it any, we can slice this apple any which way you want to slice it. And you know how I am. For me, I'm like, figure out what your apple looks like, you know, figure out what your pace of the race looks like. Because where many of us get disappointed, where many of us, our expectations fall short, is that we tell ourselves how it has to look. It has to look a certain way. It has to look like however Sharon did it, however, you know, how Sharon did it, how Susan did it, how Lori did it. Well, guess what? You're you. And I know that as soon as I stopped chasing what other people are doing, I found my stride, right? You know, and I, I think I've shared this before. So 
Um, I used to work with the coach that pretty much if you were running a charity race in Boston for the Boston Marathon, he was your coach. And he is the most laid back, awesome guy I've ever met in the entire world. John Ferry, I love you to pieces. So I remember it was like my first year um, working um, with him and it, we were probably about like a month out from the marathon. And I said, John, you know, when you see, you know, the elite runners coming through, they are sprinting. And I used to work um, on the last mile of the marathon, right? So you would go outside and you would see these marathoners and they're literally sprinting, running like, you know, they stole something. <laughs> and I'm like, how after running, you know, 25-ish miles, are they freaking sprinting to the finish line? Are you tired of jumping from one health and fitness program to the next without seeing any real long-term results? I get it. Life can be unpredictable and sticking to a consistent routine can be tough. That's where I can help. Introducing five days to consistency. My new free five-day challenge that will help you develop lasting healthy habits with just a five minute commitment, I will guide you through creating a personalized plan that fits your lifestyle and your goals. No more chasing unicorns or bouncing from one 30 day challenge to the next. Magic makers, it's time to focus on real change, the kind that sticks with you for the long haul. So if you're ready to make a change and develop the habits that lead to long-term success, join me for the free five days to consistency challenge. Let's start to make healthy living a habit, not just a one-time thing. And, you know, basically he was like, you know, every elite runner, every regular runner, you know what your pace is, right? So it's like, you start the race a little bit below what your pace is. And as you work through the race, you add on, you add on, you add on. And regardless of if, if you're running, you know, a full marathon or you're doing, um, if you're a sprinter, you know, uh, I did, I used to do an event called Tri Fitness. And by the end of it, you were, you were literally sprinting for 400 yards. And so for those of you who are like, what's 400 yards? If you've ever seen a track, and I think many of you who've seen a track, <laughs> I think many of us have been tortured on a track in gym class. Um, 400 meters is the full loop around a track. And so uh, when I was training for it, I had to run, be able to run the full full track. And like, and you know, clearly I'm going to be breathless. And so I remember asking um, my good friend, Kelly, and I'm like, hey, Kelly, she used to run the 400 sprints um, in high school and she was a D1 athlete. And I said, well, how do you do that? And she's like, Every hundred meters, you add on, you add on, you add on, you add on. So by the time you get to that 300th meter, you're a full out sprint for the last hundred meters. And that like is gassing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That is very gassing. And it's, it's, it's a thing I do every summer long. Like every summer um, I go to, a, I go to a track at least twice a week and I sprint. And for many people, sprinting um, is hard. Yeah, it's hard. But one of the things I do know about sprinting, like one, if you know anything about me, running is not my jam. You know, I hung up my running shoes 10 plus years ago, and you won't see me running more than 400 yards. And I sprint and, you know, at least two times a week, um, I go to the track or sprint in my driveway <laughs> 
and I sprint. And the one of the reasons why I keep sprinting is because sprinting is really good for your cardiovascular system, one. Two, it is great strength training for your lower body. And when I say sprint, I'm talking outside on the pavement. I'm not talking about how fast can I run on a treadmill because the treadmill is actually helping you. And so think about sprinting and it could be just 50 yards, you know, and I'm not asking you to become a runner because Lord knows this girl ain't becoming a runner. I'm saying it is a great way to just explore your explosiveness. It's a great way to explore your power. It is a great way to, you know, get in a nice lower body, you know, um, if you think about all the track athletes, you know, I going going back in the day to Flojo, Jackie Joyner Kersey, Marion Jones, um to to you know recent um Allison Felix, right? They all have phenomenal lower bodies and it's because they sprint, right? They are just like how fast can I freaking run? And sprinting is you don't have to be Usain Bolt going for a uh, gold medal, going for the world record. Hell, it could be the the world record of you. Like my goal is that like I start. I'm like this is this is what I start at. I can't even remember where I started started at. Let's just say you know t- to to sprint 50 yards, it took me three minutes. Right? I have no idea. And I'm like, you know what? By the end of the summer, can I shave that off? Can I shave 10 seconds off that? That's all I'm looking for. Like, it's me. It's me versus me. And that's our, we are our biggest judge, right? We are our biggest critic. And it's just me versus me just being able to set my own personal records. So uh, it's one of the things that um, every May in my uh, Fit Girl uh, Magic Society, every May is Sprint Month, right? Because it's just before it gets too hot for anybody, you know, and I have have, uh, clients all over the country. And um a few international clients. And so it's before it gets really hot out and that you're going to be like, oh, hell no, I ain't running outside. And if for some reason you're like, it's already too hot for you, sprint in the group fitness room, right? You know, it's like do suicides. Trust me, those things will cook like that. Those things that'll stamp your passport like nobody's business. So this was a complete aside. I had a complete different agenda and I like took a left turn and I just kept going with it. But what I really wanted to talk about today was how can we have that guilt-free summer, right? How do we have, tw- I mean, and I say summer, I'm saying 12 weeks, like 12 weeks where I am not obsessing about eating. I'm not obsessing about my workouts. And I don't know how many summers I spent not having a guilt-free summer. I don't know how many times I spent anxiety-ridden about, okay, going away for the weekend. Can I go to the gym? Can is there a place for me to sneak away and go to the gym? Is can then I would be, you know, scrutinizing the menu of the restaurant like I was having an exam on the restaurant. And then that's not even talk about the torture I gave to the waiter/waitress about what was in it. Um then let's not talk about the cooler full of food that I would pack so I could have fucking cold chicken coming out of a Ziploc bag with soggy vegetables, right? So let's not even talk about that or, you know, protein powders and bars. And, you know, I like I look back at that and I cringe at myself because I let food control me. Like I was so afraid of food. If one little slip up, I was off the rails. 
And it was because I was holding on too damn tight. And what I see, I see women just like me. And if you're listening and you're like, you don't know, Kim, hey, I don't know, right? I don't know you. I know me. And I know that one day I just got sick of my own shit. I know one day I just didn't want to be that girl. And even now, some of my friends will be like, oh, Kim, you know, I make I made sure we have, you know, cottage cheese in the fridge. And I'm like, damn, damn it. Like I was like, I was that person who like, if I would go to your house, I would immediately either if I didn't bring my cooler full of food, I would just go to the grocery store. Right. And so I have, you know, I still go to the grocery store, but I'm still not, I'm not in a manic, like it, it has to happen like right now. Like I, I can, I can chill a little bit now. I can know that like one off track meal isn't going to send me into a spiral. And that's what I want for you. Right. I want for, that's what I want for you. And so as we get into the, into the summer, right. Know that if I, summer is like a busy time that, you know, you are, shuttling your kids from this activity to the next activity and so forth. If you know that, you know, you have a, you know, summer home or you are spending multiple weekends away visiting friends who have summer homes. Great. So let's start to get kind of like map out, like what is summer going to look like for me so that we're not trying to keep up with the same routine, right? If they're, you know, if right now, in your, I'm going to call it off season, you're able to go to the gym five days a week, but knowing that we're moving into a season that you're traveling a bit more, or you might have more, more uh, guests coming and that your regular routine is going to be disrupted. Here's where I'm going to say, Hey, what looks realistic for you? All right. That like, that's the first place that we start. We're like, okay, what does this summer look like? And for many of us, you know, we have a, a little bit of an idea. We, you know, many of us already know the activities we've signed up our kids for, or, you know, there are, you know, many of you, you know, the third week in August, you always rent the same beach house or you, you know, you always go and visit so-and-so's beach house or 4th of July, you do this or Labor Day, you do that, right? So we, we know like some of the things we kind of know, so we can start to block that stuff out and then kind of start to like build things around that. And so that if we start to say, how do I, you know, create a realistic goals? And, you know, one of the easiest ways to create that realistic goal is I'm I'm a good, better, best, right? So depending on the week, if it is a week I'm home and everything looks great, I'm there. I'm at the gym five days a week, right? There's no reason for me not to be at the gym five days a week. If it's an okay week, I'm there four days a week. And if it's a week, I'm there three days a week. And that's what my schedule looks like. But I want you to look at your schedule and say, okay, what is my good? What is my better? And what's my best? And be okay with it. And if it looks different than what it looks like in a non-summer month, a non-busy season, that's all right, right? Because you shouldn't feel guilty because we are getting a little bit off track. That's okay. Like there's going to be some minor variations and it takes months and months of, and I'm saying like you being like bedridden, not doing anything for you to truly, I'm going to say, lose your gains, all right? And so, but I also want you to start to think about like, as we start to kind of set, set these like real expectations of like, okay, what would my workouts look like? What are my bare minimums for food? And, you know, it always comes down to like, you know, my non-negotiables, like these are my non-negotiable things. Then I want to say, you know what? 
summer. You know, this is our second-ish summer without like a lot of true restrictions. So I want to say like, what is my summer bucket list? You know, what are some of the things like, you know, is there a park that I want to go to a museum? Are there movies coming out? You know, I think nowadays they're talking, you know, they're talking about, you know, what are the blockbusters that are going to be happening um, this summer? What are the adventures that I want to go go on? You know, are there friends that I want to make sure that I see, you know, um, you know, because a lot of us, we were living in isolation for a long time. So start to think about like, what is that summer bucket list? And how do we start to create that, that fun? You know, the, the one thing that my husband and I have been doing for the last probably like 10 years is that we really start to think to ourselves about experiences, right? You know, experiences over things. And no, you know, no one wants to like, look around and be like, oh, you know, I wish I went to the Grand Canyon or I wish I went to Paris or, you know what I mean? So it's like, how do you have whatever the experience that you want in your life? How do you start to have some of those now? And maybe we can start to create some of those experiences now because I, you know, I think back of like the stories that we tell and it's just like the experiences that I had with my family, I had with my friends are the things that I always remember more than like, remember that sweater you brought me? It was fabulous. I don't know where it is. Right. So, and as I said, you know, here, here, the other piece is my non-negotiables, right? Figure out, it's really easy to get lost in the days. You know, um, it's really easy to just kind of like wake up and then all of a sudden it's four o'clock, right? I have those days too. But it's like, here's where we have to start to thrive with structured flexibility. So there's some structure so that the day just just doesn't nibble away from us. So that if, you know, your kids are like, I'm bored, like 4 million times. So maybe it's like on Mondays, you go to a movie. On Tuesday, you go to the library. On Wednesday, you know, everyone goes to the gym and, you know, there's... um, there's daycare at your there's daycare at your gym or you guys work out together in the backyard um or at the or you know go to the park or whatever so that every day like you you have a little bit of something that you look forward to especially you know when the kids are around and you're just they kind of you know involve them in the party right versus keeping them separate um share meals you know you might be finding yourself eating out more or doing more takeout cuz it's too damn hot to cook um Share, share meals, you know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes I'm not hungry, you know, like the heat makes me not as hungry as I, I am from time to time. So, um, you know, my husband and I will like, I'll get a salad because I'm, you know, my big thing is I'm always trying to get at least um, six cups of vegetables every single day. So like, I'll get a salad and then my husband and I'll split an entree uh, or he'll get an appetizer and we'll split the entree, you know, because it's like eating out like you know, I never want anyone to feel like, oh my God, I can't eat out. Cause I was the queen of interrogating the chef <laughs> and making my own meals. But it's, you know, so, depending on the restaurant, the restaurant portions, they are huge and they're loaded with calories and fattening ingredients that we would never use at home. So, you know, I remember, um, this is God, probably like 10 years ago, um, there was a restaurant that my husband and I like to eat at and they had, a. Uh, table uh tables like they had like a bar in front of the kitchen and so like we actually saw the chefs cooking which is in- interesting but also not interesting and we just saw how much butter and oil they put in the pan and it was just ridiculous the amount so when you're eating out i want you to enjoy it but when you know at home you're never going to use the same amount of oil or, or butter that they use at a restaurant so it's okay to share go out but share the meal and then you know 
make healthy choices, you know, as healthy choices as you can. And again, going back to the good, better, or best, because I, you know, I have a, my, um, my old client, Mary, she was the queen of vacation. She loves to travel and I get it. I like to travel too. And she would go on vacation and it would be like, release the hounds. She would get buck fucking wild and just be like, if it wasn't nailed down, she went in her mouth. She was like, I'm on vacation. And I was like, Mary, I want you to be on vacation, but you can also find a way to find this, like um, navigate the middle, right? Versus like, you know, I'm only going to have salad with, you know, salad, or if it's not nailed down, it's going in my mouth. Like, what is that middle, middle meal? And so that you don't have to throw out your healthy eating, heating habits right out the window. And so it's like, you kind of start to say to yourself, you're right. Okay. You know, I want dessert tonight They, you know, I'm, I'm going to a place and they're known for whatever they're known for, you know, um, when my client, she's going to Aruba. So this, it, this is in my mind. So this is a place in Aruba that is known. They have this pasta that they put inside of um, a wheel of uh, Parmesan cheese. It is absolutely fabulous. And the next time I go to Aruba, you bet your sweet bottom, I'm getting that. So th- so for me to get that, that means like, okay, I- I'm going to budget for that that pasta dish. So that means maybe I'm not going to have that glass of wine. And maybe I'm not going to have dessert. But I'm me and that pasta, we are going to town, right? So I want you to start to think about like, what are some of the trade-offs that I can make? And not in this, like, I, you know, I, I have to punish myself. It's like, hey, I really want that yummy appetizer. I really want that yummy entree, but can I have it all? And if I decide that I'm going to have it all, great. Make that decision, make it work and move on. But keep your portions in check. Right. You know, I don't have to leave there like I got to unbutton my pants. I have a food baby. Like, no, let's just be like, you know what? I'm going to eat until I'm full Two the two, three forkfuls left on my plate and be OK with it. Because, you know, you want to enjoy yourself without feeling deprived or being like, oh, I just can't have that. And, you know, clutching your pearls. And when it comes to alcohol, you know, I'm never that coach that's going to say, girl, what are you doing drinking that booze? But instead, make make a choice. Say, you know what? I'm going out and I'm only going to have two glasses of wine. I'm going to go out and I'm only going to have, you know, three drinks. I'm going to go out. I'm going to have no drinks, right? Decide what that, what that looks like or decide that, you know, if I'm away for seven days, I'm going to drink every other day. And, you know, again, when I drink every other day, it's not going to be like I'm shutting down the bar, (laughs) you know, because if you have fat loss goals, as much as I will tell you not to have a drink, it's, you know, marketing tells us that it's the carbs in the alcohol. They'll tell us it's the sugar in the alcohol. It is the alcohol in the alcohol. And while carbs have four grams of four grams of four grams of calories for four grams for every calorie that you consume. Protein has four grams for every calorie that you consume. Fat has nine grams. Alcohol has seven grams for every calorie that you consume. So with that said, there is a cost. And if I'm looking to lose fat, alcohol is the first, if I have a lot of fat to lose, alcohol is the first thing that's burnt before fat because alcohol is pretty easy. So, you know, cut yourself off at the second drink. Have wine spritzers because it's, you know, um, 
it's half wine, half club soda. Um, focus on distilled beverages versus the fruity, you know, tropical blended, uh, blended drinks. Um, you know, uh, and so then when, when you're, uh, you're out, you, you know, if you're on vacation and you're seeing someone or traveling somewhere, you know, do your best to like pack a good cooler full of food. And I'm not saying this is like your cooler for the week. I'm saying, you know, I know that it's going to take me like three hours or four hours to get to wherever I go. You know, I actually, uh, I have a friend who drive to Nova Scotia and it's nine hours. So you're in the car for nine hours. So think about what are the foods that I can bring for this nine hour road trip, or I'm going to the beach all day or to a park or to the lake for the day, you know, what are the things that I can like pack in my pack in there? Like, so healthy sandwiches, fresh fruit, pre-cut vegetables, nuts, protein shakes, bars, you know, water so that, you know, I know that I can make better choices. And if I pull over to a rest stop, I'm not, you know, grabbing the, you know, the trail mix. And even though the trail mix is healthy, no one ever stops. I think it's like a quarter cup. No one ever stops it. You're like, you're going to finish that whole damn bag. You know, so think about what are the things that I can bring along with, uh, bring along with me on, you know, on my, on my road trip or going to the beach, you know, and the, the biggest thing about summer, it's all about the planning ahead. And now I know a lot of people, it, you know, planning is like, it stresses me out. I like to be a little spontaneous. Me too. I trust me. I am a planner slash I'm spontaneous. It's kind of weird. I'm a hybrid, but I have to look at my week ahead of time and I'm like okay so going on vacation next week so what are the things I need to do this week and then the fall and then while I'm on vacation you know what are there things that I'm looking forward to like I said you know um if I was in Aruba that um that pasta in the wheel it's delicious I'm not going to miss out on it. You know, I um, I live here in New England and if I was going somewhere and I'm like, you know, um, there's a place in Maine that are known for like an amazing lobster roll. It's like the size of your bleeping head. I'm going to have that. Right. So it's just like, think to yourself as like, you're going through the week. Are there, am I going out to dinner and I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's a place here in Boston that they make these amazing Kobe meatballs. You bet your sweet bottom. When I go to that restaurant, I'm going to have that. So I want you to think about like, what are the things in your week that like you might be looking forward to? You know, maybe you're going to a friend's house and they're an incredible cook, right? So then I'm going to like create this like fun budget that I'm going to spend on that particular meal because I like it, right? It brings me, it brings me joy. Or, you know, there's a an amazing ice cream place that you're like, you know, you want to bring your kids to, or just if you have no kids, you want to go to and go and not be like, I'm just going to have two licks of yours and I'm going to be fine. Bullshit, right? Like, let's start to get less restrictive and start to say, how do I start to incorporate more of this fun? Um, if I'm, if I'm, you know, spending a week at a, you know, a beach house or something like that, you know, do some Googling, see if there is a, um, like a farmer's market that you can stock up on fresh fruits and vegetables, you know, here in new England, the deeper we get into the summer, you know, by like June and July, like the farmer's markets are more than like lettuce, <laughs> you know, we're, we're having some really good, um, 
really good fruits and vegetables um, come into uh, come, come into season. Um, if I'm staying at a, at a hotel, you know, sure. If they're known for the pancakes, have their pancakes. But can I have a side of eggs? Can I have a side of Greek yogurt? You know, to make sure I'm, excuse me, I'm keeping up with my protein. Um, and while I'm on vacation, you know, it's not about like, you know, sticking to your diet a hundred percent, but it's not also not like being like the diet is at home along with the dog. It's like, okay, well, how do I do my best? Right. Do my best without making myself crazy or those around me um, crazy. And just like I said, you know, choosing, you know, being choosy about, you know, what it is that I'm going, going to do. And if something is, you know, tastes phenomenal, I'm going to make sure that I have it. And, you know, if, you know, there's a place that's known for a phenomenal drink. Um, a few weeks ago um, was my birthday and we were at this restaurant and they're known for craft cocktails. And so I'm like, okay, they're known for craft cocktails. So I had, I had a couple of craft, craft cocktails because it's something that they're known for versus, you know, going to some random bar and having a drink. I'm like, no, you know, I'm like, you know what? They're known for crack cocktails. So before I left, I was like, that was the decision of like, I'm going to have this and that's going to factor in to my evening or, Hey, this isn't, it's my birthday. And while I'm not going to go buck wild, I'm going to be, give myself a little bit more um, latitude than I normally would if we were going, um, going out to dinner. When it comes to exercise, Think about exercising half the days you're away. So if I'm somewhere and I, you know, and this is if I'm physically on vacation, if I'm at home, again, figuring out that good, better, best rhythm for me based on like, what does that week look like? But if I'm physically, you know, uh, at a hotel, I'm on vacation, I'm, I'm at, uh, at hotel, uh, if I'm at a hotel on vacation, I'm at a beach house, something like that. It's like, I, my, you know, I do my best to try to stick to my schedule, but I also, you know, sometimes I'm with friends. And so I don't want to be like, you know, the girl who used to like get up at like 5 a.m. and make sure I got my workout in before to earn my free, you know, my free time. So make it a goal to see if you can work out at least, you know, half the days you're half the days you are away. It can be, you know, a run, it could be a walk. Um rent a bike, you know, um, paddleboard. Uh, kayak, canoe, um, you know, look at your Fitbit, you know, are we getting at least 5,000 to 10,000 steps every single day? And, you know, it's like, as, as, as we are, you know, working our way that there's so many ways to get in a workout nowadays, you know, one of the blessings and the curses about Rona is that many people realize that like, I don't have to physically haul my cookies to the gym in order to get a workout. I can work out at home. So, you know, maybe the place you're staying has a Peloton or you have a Peloton at home and you can use the Peloton app to get work great workouts. You know, um, in my Fit Girl Magic Society, I make sure that the workouts I, I give the girls can easily be adapted to any situation, right? If I only have dumbbells, great. That's all we have dumbbells, but we'll make this work. Um, But also, you know, Walking, you know, if you, you know, um, a few years ago, you know, I went on vacation and I knew we weren't renting a car and I said, you know, I want to at least get 10,000 steps a day. So it, like we just forced me to explore the city, you know, versus getting um, 
trapped in going to a particular, uh, getting trapped into going into a particular particular gym, you know. So it's like as we are, you know, starting to think about summer. I really want you to say, like, how do I want my summer to go down, right? Because the clearer I am about what I want for my summer, then I can set my expectations accordingly. And as I started this, I started this podcast off with, like, you know, don't expect for your summer to look exactly like your winter, you know, because it's like you might have all the time in the world in the winter time. You know, you don't have competing schedules. You know, the kids probably are are in school and you have, you know, at least five days to yourself to that, you know, the kids are somewhere from, you know, whatever time school starts, like let's say eight to two, right? From eight to two, you know, th- that's your time. Um, determine what your choices are, right? What are the choices you have for food? What are the choices you have for workouts and how are you going to make that work for you? Right. And then, you know, I always, I always come back to this because sometimes people say, oh, my motivation wanes. Your motivation is your why. So I want to ask myself, like, and let's call it 90 days. Let's just say from May 1st to September 1st. What, what, what do I want? Right. Sure. Great. I want to enjoy my summer, but I want to enjoy my summer while not making myself crazy. I want to enjoy my summer without feeling guilty. I want to enjoy my summer without any stress or anxiety about how much I'm working out or what I'm eating. Right. So decide what it is that you want out of the summer. And then you might need to get creative because it might not look like you go into four soul cycle classes a week. It might look like maybe you can only hit one a month. And be okay with that. Maybe it looks like a lot of your workouts are you in the uh, uh, a video. Maybe it's you in some type of virtual workout. Maybe it's you and dumbbells at home. Maybe it's you and um, I know here in Boston we have a, like a outdoor workout area, like on our Esplanade. Maybe that's what that's where you're w- working out. But start to kind of like get creative, think outside of the box. You know, maybe you say to yourself, maybe you come up with your own. Um, non-negotiables. You have the courage to say, okay, life isn't going to be, you know, what it is right now, but I'm going to have the courage to say, okay, if I do these three things, and you know, I'm huge on creating these non-negotiables. And let me just tell you, one, they're freeing, but two, if you ever are like, oh, I got so off track. If you say, you know, but if I know I do these three things, I know I didn't get that far off the rails. And so I want you to really think about what that looks like. What does that look like for you? And, you know, this year I, I've, I've been mixing up my non-negotiables and now my my two non-negotiables that I'm working on is I'm getting at least 30 grams of protein every with my meals. And I usually eat about three or four meals a day. And then I'm working my way towards um, 800 grams of fruits and vegetables. And like 800 grams of fruits and vegetables, that looks like five to six cups of vegetable, fruits and vegetables every single day. So those are my two non-negotiables. And it's a little bit challenging right now, but you know, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger, as I say. And then finally, that consistency, right? And so that's the piece that everyone is missing. It's like, how do I just keep going? Right? How do I keep going even when it doesn't look like it's working? How do I keep going when I am not nailing this every single time I do it? Because I will tell you, I am not nailing my 800 grams. I am not nailing it. I am ah, anywhere from 300 to 200 grams shy. And so what does that say to me? Not like, oh, I need to go find something else. No, it says, all right, Kim, 
what do you need? How can we add on? And so every week I'm like, how do I add on? How do I add on? How do I find 300 more freaking grams? <laughs> and so is it increasing my portion? Is it adding, you know, more uh, to what I'm having? Is it changing my snack? It, so it's like, it's, it's becoming a puzzle. And I want to tell you, I'm not doing this alone. And I want, I don't want you to feel like you're doing it alone. And um, this summer I'm creating a consistency challenge so that you can say, how can I be more consistent instead of always chasing after said diet? Like I want you to be so accountable to yourself that you just like you next summer, you're not like, oh my God, summer, fuck it. I'm just waiting till fall. I can't do anything. No, we are going to be so consistent that you're not even going to know, you're not even going to recognize yourself after the, the challenge is over. You're going to be like, dang, this is what consistency look like. So if that sounds like you, do me a favor. The link in the show notes will talk about all you need to join this consistency challenge that's coming up this later this summer. All right, magic makers, as always, do me a favor. Was there one thing that you learned? Anything that like was like, that was your aha moment? Let me know and I will talk to you next week. Enjoy the rest of this week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Bye.